For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to Daybreak. This weekend, the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines continued, and lawmakers across the country debated new voting laws. Outside of the US, Iran rejected negotiations, and tensions flared in Myanmar. It's Monday, March 1st. In local news, the CVS on State Route 206 has begun administering free COVID-19 vaccines. Though the shot isn't yet available to most college students, those over the age of 16 with certain pre-existing conditions and all residents over the age of 65 can sign up for an appointment now. In other vaccine news, the FDA officially authorized Johnson & Johnson's vaccine for people over the age of 18. CDC Director Dr. Janelle Walensky signed off on emergency use on the vaccine yesterday. Now, Johnson & Johnson can begin sending out the 4 million vaccine doses they've already prepared. We're months removed from the 2020 election, but lawmakers in Washington and in states across the country are debating how to respond to baseless accusations that the election was fraudulent. Many Republicans have simultaneously distanced themselves from former President Donald Trump's lie that he won the election, while still using it as justification to implement new voting restrictions. In 43 states, Republicans have proposed new laws that would make voting more difficult by introducing new security measures and shortening voting periods. These measures are especially prevalent in Georgia and Arizona, two traditionally Republican states that President Biden won in November. In Georgia, Republican lawmakers are arguing that the, quote, controversy in their state is evidence that new voter security measures are needed, despite the fact that such controversy arose from pure disinformation. Among the proposed laws are some that would restrict Sunday early voting, which has typically seen the highest concentration of black voter turnout in previous elections. Meanwhile, in Washington, Democrats in Congress introduced the For the People Act, which would drastically alter the American electoral process by creating nonpartisan commissions on redistricting, limiting the influence of large campaign donors, establishing automatic voter registration, and removing other voting requirements. It's the first piece of legislation put forward by Democratic majorities in the House and Senate of the 117th Congress, and it has faced strong opposition from Republicans. On Sunday, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that the American people would, quote, lose our freedom if the bill was passed. He argued that it's designed to give an electoral advantage to Democrats, and he claimed it would further deteriorate public trust in our elections. The House is expected to consider the For the People Act sometime this week. In other headlines, yesterday, Iran rejected proposed nuclear deal talks with the United States. Though Europeans had been angling to get the two nations back to negotiations, Iran felt the time was not right. This announcement came just a few days after the Biden administration's first airstrikes, retaliatory attacks against militias in Syria that are backed by Iran. In Myanmar, a month that began with a military coup ended yesterday with at least 18 protesters killed in the streets. The military has instituted a new tactic of increased force after four weeks of resistance from the public. Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, is planning to investigate New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for allegations of sexual harassment. After two such claims arose from former aides in a span of four days last week, Cuomo said earlier this week that he would ask the Attorney General and the state's chief judge to assign an independent investigator to the accusations. Today, it feels like summer. Princeton should be hitting 50 degrees Fahrenheit for the first time this year, after just a little more rain this morning. Though precipitation will drop off around noon, wind will pick up right around then, pushing out the warmth in time for temps to fall below freezing once more by Tuesday morning. That's all for Daybreak Today. 
Today's episode was written by Jack Anderson and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. Have a wonderful week.